Hello and welcome. I'm Heather. And I'm Joy. And this is not a dream. It's not a dream, y'all. Bitch, it's not. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. Okay, so here we are. We are going to read some things to your face. Are you guys ready? Right to your ear. Like in your face. Directly into your ear hole. <laughs> um, I'm super excited about this story because I hate it so much and I love it and I hate it. So it's a, it's like the kind of story that I seek out when I want to listen to true crime. I am like drawn to shit like this. Um, usually when it has to do with like a young teenage girl. Because I feel like I, I can see that. myself in that a lot and oh. just be like, my God, this could have happened to me or something. What are you saying? I literally just said I hate them. <laughs> I mean, like, because I can see myself. I hate it. <laughs> All right. Um, just a disclaimer. She posted the spoiler. I mean, the the, the clue. And I had a picture of like this emo looking kid. And I was like, that's me when I was 16. And I was like, I'm probably mm-hmm. going to regret that. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready. I mean... Yeah, okay. I'm an emo. Okay. I mean, let's go ahead and dive in. I'm ready. ready. Yes. I'm sorry if I yawn a lot. It's 12 a.m. I mean, 12 p.m. <laughs> 12 a.m. Okay. But it feels like 12 a.m. Yeah, I don't know why I'm so tired. I'm so sorry, guys. I'll do my best. Um, but I'm excited to tell this. So, here we go. Let's rewind back mm-hmm. to the year of 2006. Oh, okay. my God. The year is 2006. I think I had a bowl cut. And... <laughs> Joy had a bowl cut. Joy was, uh, how old were you? I don't know. 10? How old am I? Shit, I think I was probably 10. Okay, I was 16, so I would assume you were 10. No, I'm sorry, 2006, I was, someone said five. I was 15. I was five years old. <laughs> anyway, so in 2006, 14-year-old Carly Ryan signed into her computer to browse her usual forums and discuss her interests like so many other teenagers at the time. She was heavily into the emo subculture and frequented sites like MySpace yes. and VampireFreaks.com, which I guess was I a site. I actually remember hearing about that <laughs> yeah. place. It was like a site that had a bunch of like forums for emo kind of dark stuff, which yes. if I had known about it, might have been into. I don't really know. I, I'm pretty sure I, I logged on to that one. <laughs> I played a lot of guy online that opened a lot of TV. Yeah. So she, if you can picture it in your head, she had the teased up hair. She, her bangs were just her bangs she was were goals. dyed red. Yes. And she just my bangs were did like the heavy eyeliner. She was into, you know, all the screamo emo stuff um, at that time. It was just so popular and it just makes me. It just makes me laugh because I think back to it and I'm just like, that was such a short period of history where that was so popular and it's just silly to look back on, you know, but that's what she was into and I'm not judging because I was too and Joy was too. Um, Carly's online friends had introduced her to a boy who went by the screen name Corrupt Koala because oh my god because when you had a scene name it always had to like yeah it had to have something like that wait till you hear what her screen name was for myspace holy shit um corrupt koala because this place takes place in australia by the way i thought that was hilarious um he had been chatting with her friends for some time and they all knew him really well 
she didn't know him in person. She had no idea who he was. Um, he was 18 years old, though, and he was an American living in... Okay, you ready for this? Yes. Melbourne, Australia, because I know that's how it's pronounced. Everyone in Australia is fucking cheering right now. I can just hear it. <laughs> um, it was about an eight-hour drive away from Carly, who lived in Stirling, South Australia. His name was Brandon Kane. What was Carly's scream name? So I'll get to that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you have one? Oh, I had lots, yeah. What was yours? <sighs> You want me to read all, name all of them? Uh, I I had one that was X. Hi, I like you. X. Um, I had you have, Scribbler of Dreams. Did you have the one that was like where you have to like use something to go with your name, where it was like a, like a J, and so you had to go with another J? No, like I don't think so. Kind of like that corrupt koala kind of thing. No, I don't think so. Um, I yeah, I, I don't. I didn't have anything extremely emo. I think it was just the like. The Book of Shadows was one. That's right. Book of Shadows. That's when I made Fucking my yes. ziggity name. Oh, really? This, and I just kept it. I like then, it. And then my other one was Jurassic Joy. That's amazing. I love that. Jurassic You're the one who named Joy. yourself Jurassic Park or Jurassic, Jurassic Fart, Fart last night when we were playing Jackbox. <laughs> Is that you, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. Carry on. Okay. So... This Brandon boy, Corrupt Koala, and Carly uh, struck up a puppy love relationship, and they did it uh, via phone, online. Um, that was back during the times where like, he would call her landline, and they would talk, yes. and things of the sort. Um, he was a musician. He liked all the same things that Carly liked, and best of all, he was interested in her, too. Aww. Now, I don't know if you caught it. I don't it. think this should be good. I don't know if you caught it, what? because you didn't react to it. But did you catch their ages? No, I didn't hear it. Carly was 14. Uh-huh. Brandon is 18. Just so you know. Okay, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Just FYI. Mm, um, no. So this relationship lasted 18 long months, and the two talked every day. I mean, you know what that's like. Like You just stay up all night on the phone with somebody. Yes. You're just constantly so in contact. He was like her life at that point. Um, Carly's mother, Sonia, who Carly was extremely close to, she knew about the relationship as well. She trusted her daughter and she knew she was smart. She had also seen Brandon himself on webcam chatting to Carly before. So she knew he was who he said he was. That's right. (laughs) After seeing he was exactly how Carly had described her concerns died down a bit. Uh, but she did use her own MySpace profile to like keep an eye on the couple. Good and, like, for her, though. What they were doing. So I was like, all right. I mean, on one, I, I, it's hard because I think a lot of people's initial reaction is to judge a lot of what Sonia does in this story. I don't. You'll see. This was 2006. You'll, you will see. Uh, I can understand people judging her, but I do think it's it's not fair to do that if you don't know the entire story. If you're not in her shoes. So I can see both sides because if if everything is the way, if everything's true, the way it was reported, it is a little bit like, really, you know, Mm -hmm. but I'm, it might not all be true. Like, cause my thought is like, if I were her mom, okay. If I were a mom of a 14 year old girl Mm -hmm. talking to an 18 year old boy on MySpace, I'd be like, okay, I just want to like make something, keep an eye because this is 2006 and there's a lot of creeps on. Yeah. So here's the thing. On one hand, you want to. You don't want to say, like, you can't talk to this person because 
the only way to stop that would be to like lock them in their room. They're going to still mm-hmm. talk to this person, so it's hard, you know? It's really hard. But they were really close. She never lied to her mom. They were always had a very open communication. So, um, Sonia, Carly, and Carly's younger brother lived together and, by all accounts, were a very tight-knit family. However close Carly and her mother were, though, it seems that she might not have known everything about her daughter's online life. So, for a 14-year-old, Carly's online profiles were concerning, to say the least. Her MySpace profile featured a picture of Carly in a sexy nurse's outfit grabbing her boobs, spliced together with photos of her legs in fishnet stockings. Is that the thing that was on the side? Yeah. She had huge boobs for being 14. That's what I think. And I'm like, oh, maybe that was just like a random stock photo. But at the same time, it's very hard to, based on the the things I was looking up, it's hard to tell what is true and what's somebody just assuming something about Mm -hmm. her because it was like a very, very, very highly covered media thing because it was... Like, you look at this 14-year-old, and she has, like, this salacious kind of, like, sexy profile, and everyone's, like, jumping on that. And they're like, oh, my God, you know, this is, she was a slut, and she was this and all this stuff. And people kind of took it, I think, and, mm-hmm. like, kind of ran with it. So it's hard to to narrow it down to the the facts. So from what I read, though, I think it was a picture of her mm-hmm. in the profile picture. So, um. Here's the username. Her username on MySpace was oh my XX Synthetic Slut XX. Yes. Yeah, that was her name. And here we go. She and is it like the lowercase apple case? It up? sure is. Oh my is. god, I had that too. It sure is. <laughs> lowercase <laughs> X, uppercase yes. X. And then you did like the spaces in between. A hundred percent. Oh my yes. god. That's right. Um, she listed her interests as. You guys ready for this? this is a very long. Oh this is very long. Drugs, smoking, music, kink, teases, screaming for no reason, showers, makeup, sex, oh, gigs, goodness. concerts, money, fishnets, red lipstick, needles, fucked up nurses, Marilyn Monroe, Betty Page, Suicide Girls, Boys and Girls, PlayStation 2, Nintendo, Tats, Piercings, Mad Hair, Hairspray, Red and Black Frilly Underwear, Hooking Up, watching people hook up, nighttime, and so on and so forth. So to me, for a second there, I judged for a second, but then I was like, when you're 14, you're trying really hard to be right. cool. Like, right. you're trying really, and like, the fact it's that, no, that was so long. Dude, she was not into really all those things. She just no. wanted to sound cool. Yeah. Right? So, like I, yeah. It's safe to say that Carly's online persona was pretty exaggerated. Uh, mm-hmm. compared to her real life, but she lived in this online world a lot of the time. She spent a lot of time online. Um, she tried to use it as an escape from the real world. Um, Carly's personality, however, was sweet and caring. She was funny. She wore bright colors. She dyed her bangs, like I said. Mm-hmm. She teased her hair. She would tell her mom to stop doing housework so they could dance together in the middle of the room and be silly oh together. Oh, that's so cute, though. <laughs> Uh, Sonia described their relationship as, quote, close, very open, and we got along very well, almost like a friend-like relationship, unquote. A lot of people didn't like that because they're like, well, her mom was trying to just be her friend instead of a mom. Again, people just were running with anything they could. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to judge 
I don't know anybody in this story. Yeah, no. It's I hard. I don't have enough because like I feel like she just sounds like a typical mom and just yeah. trying to keep like she's still trying to keep an eye right. out. She's not like the fucking mom and mean girls. It's like, right. do you want any <laughs> lemonade or condoms? Oh God, yeah. Um soon Carly and Brandon began making plans to see each other. So again, it's like eighteen months they've been talking and they've never met up because they're like an eight hour drive away. So it's like talking to somebody in LA from here with us when we're like 14. Yeah. So, um, I just remember like what people are like at 14. Like you try really hard to fit in. Like, yeah, you, you know do. what I mean? Like it's not like, but you're never really like that. I started dating a guy when I was 14. I dated him till I was 17 and Dang. he was emo as well. So that was like why I got into the whole thing. So I remember very distinctly just, going along with his interests and going along with anything that he liked to try to make sure that he liked me back and just being really not impressionable. I don't think that's the right word, but just being willing to, to do and be into anything that he was into because Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be accepted like that. Oh yeah. So I totally get it. Um, uh, so soon they began making plans to see each other. Um, Carly invited Brandon to her upcoming 15th birthday party, but he declined because he said he would be in the U.S. at the time. Apparently he traveled a lot between the U.S. and Australia because he was from the U.S. Um, he did say, however, that his father would be driving through Adelaide at the time of her party, and he asked her if he'd be able to drop off some birthday presents to her on his behalf since he couldn't make it. Uh, Brandon introduced Carly to his father, Shane, on MySpace, who is quick to start a conversation with her about his profession, a security officer, to ease her worries. He told her stories about working with Marilyn Manson, which greatly impressed her. When Carly asked her mother if Shane could attend her birthday party to give her the presents from Brandon, her mom became understandably concerned. She knew of Brandon and was comfortable with him uh, since she'd seen him and spoken to him and kind of interacted with him. Uh, But Shane was a complete stranger. Carly assured her mom that he was a good guy and that he was a security officer. So she knew he was trustworthy because not just anybody can have that kind of like job where you have a security clearance. But just anybody can say they are. (laughs) Um, after lots of begging from Carly, her mom agreed to let him attend, but only after meeting him first in a public place. Again. That's good. She sounds like a good mom. Okay. All right. Okay. A few days before her birthday party, Carly and Sonia met up with Shane on Sterling's Main Street. He was a pretty unassuming middle-aged man. He was balding, had a beer belly, crooked teeth, and a bit hunched over. He was friendly and showed Sonia his security badge and wore a shirt with the emblem of the security um, company on it. Why didn't he just bring the gifts then? Like, he doesn't have to attend the party. Fucking right? I don't get that, but that's... Maybe that's just me, because it's like you're just delivering gifts. I don't get it either. It's like, why didn't you just, like, stop by and be like, here you go, goodbye. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, we'll get into it a little bit, but I'm going to just say right now... um, Basically, anything that was proposed by Shane or Brandon, Carly went along with because she wanted to make a good impression with Shane and Brandon. And kind of she was in her mind, she was like, this could be my future father in law. So I want to make sure that it this all goes nicely. So if he mentioned something like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I want to go to the party. She was probably like, OK, like, you know, 
that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so hard because your mind is so different when you're 14. I'm like right. trying to put myself in those shoes. I yeah. Um, so he showed her the security badge and everything, which, uh, dissipated her worries and she agreed to let him come to the party. She even, no, this is where this, this part, I'm a little bit like, hmm. um, she even invited him to stay over at their place for the duration of his stay in Sterling for work because it seemed like the right thing to do. Their children were dating after all. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know, because it's hard because you never know, like, what they talked about or, like, yeah. you know. Uh, my gut Trying feeling really is, like, that's stuff. weird, but yeah, that's I, weird. you're right. Okay. Shane gave Carly her birthday gifts from Brandon, um, which she opened later by herself. She found that Brandon had gotten her lingerie and a nurse's outfit, which she didn't ask for, but she was happy all the same to get them from Brandon because Brandon was great and an emo that bitch doesn't, boy. That like, sound like a very, like, that... Sounds creepy. It's weird. Like at fourteen, I would be like, "Give me like th- an album." I'd be like, "My my, I got my period three months ago." <laughs> like, what the fuck? Okay, oh, that's just a weird thing. Um, but yeah, she opened them by herself and like was just kind of like, "Oh, okay, well, cool." I didn't ask for this, but you know, um, Shane was clearly eager to make a good impression on Carly, just like she was in, uh, eager to make one on him and Brandon. Um, he wanted, Shane wanted to make sure that on Brandon's behalf, everything went smoothly. Uh, he took her shopping at the local mall with her friends. He bought her hundreds of dollars worth of clothes, bags, and lingerie at one store. A st- so <laughs> Here we go. Weird. Here we go. Here we go. It's about yes. to get significantly worse in this next sentence. At one store, a store assistant claimed that she saw, she saw Shane peer over the changing room door while Carly was trying on clothes. She thought this was weird at the time, but decided not to say anything. Which, guys, if you see that, fucking please say something. It's weird. It's just weird that, like, he was, like, allowed to just take her alone. Yeah, like, yeah. That I thought that really was weird, too. I don't... Like, I don't care how nice you are. You're not taking my 14-year-old daughter shopping. Right. It's... Like, I just met you. Yeah, I agree with that. I thought that was really weird. Anyway, um, Carly's friends recalled Shane asking them if they were bisexual and if they would kiss each other. Her friends weren't fans of Shane, but Carly gave him the benefit of the doubt because she wanted to make Brandon happy. On January 26th. How long was he there? Like, why is he there so long? I didn't see an exact amount of time but it seemed like a couple days like he was just like driving there really fast and then coming my out. guess is like three to five days based on what it w- what i read but That's i could so be wrong freaking weird maybe it was just two days i don't know um so on january 26th at carly's birthday party shane saw so this is 2007 wait, 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 wait. No. what day January 26th. That's my birthday. <laughs> we have the same birthday. <laughs> That's um, weird. Okay. January 26th at her birthday party, Shane saw Carly talking to an ex-boyfriend who was just her friend now, but like he knew that they used to date. That's so weird. And I became can't... visibly upset. He walked over to her and told her that he had just told Brandon on the phone about her behavior and that Brandon didn't want her talking to him again, which she agreed to. Can't he just call her? Another party guest recalled Shane telling Carly, I love you. I'd never let anything happen to you. You're beautiful. Sure. Okay. It's um, so weird because I know exactly what I was doing at this time. 
because it was my 10th birthday and I had a golem cake. For two, in 2007? Oh, no. It was my 11th yes. birthday. Never mind. I only remember my 10th. <laughs> yes. 2007, my Never friend. Never mind. That's so cool, though. Um, I mean, not cool, but you get me. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to, when you see someone have the same birthday as you. Um, Sonia kept her watchful eye on Shane throughout his stay. I had a burp. Sorry. Ooh. All right. Too much watermelon. <laughs> um, even though she kept an eye on him throughout the whole stay, she still had this nagging uncertainty about him, uh, but also tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. Guys, always trust your gut feeling, please. Um, however, on the morning of January 27th, she was horrified to find Shane laying in bed with Carly. The two were asleep, and Shane was laying above the sheets. Wait, was Carly the friend? Carly is the girl. Oh, the girl. Yeah. So the mom found them. Yes. Like, okay, sorry. Yeah, I was sorry. really confused. Sonia is the mom. I'm so sorry. I should, do you want me to keep... Yeah, so no, Sonia no. is Sonia, the mom. Sonia, mom, Carly, girl. Okay. Right. So Sonia found Shane laying on Carly's bed with her, even though he was above the sheets, and he had his clothes on, and they... Whatever, all that. Yeah, that's still not But okay. the situation was too much, and Sonia kicked Shane out, telling him not to contact her daughter again. So... Good, because that's fucking creepy. Like, that's not okay. Oh, I get the chills. Okay, it's fucking creepy. Um, this greatly upset Shane, and he threw a tantrum as he left. Carly was crying and begging her mom to let him stay because she was worried about her and Brandon's relationship. Sonia explained to Carly that this wasn't right and something yeah, just and wasn't Brandon right. Better like be okay, like understand what happened. Like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After some time, Carly, this was not when I say some time, I mean like they talked for like a, a couple hours or something, not days or anything. After some time, Carly decided to confess to her mom that Shane had unbuckled her pants, lifted her top and touched her. He explained <gasps> that Brandon wouldn't mind if they quote did it. Sonia was horrified, but Carly asked her to try to talk to him to patch things up for her and Brandon's Wait, sake. Did they though, or did he just like they didn't? Okay, I'm she's like, oh she she like rebuffed his advances, but like he went as far as to unbuckle her pants and lift up her shirt and like touch her. That's not okay. And she was like, "Stop it!" Um, and the dad was like, "Brandon would be fine with it," and I'm like, mm. "So yeah," she was like. I mean, I can imagine the 14-year-old mind here where she's like, I want you, Mom, to call Shane and patch things up because I'm really scared how this is going to react with, you know, Brandon. I don't want anything to happen with us. You know, she and then all that stuff. But the mom refused. Um, Sonia was like, no, fuck that. Um, so Sonia sent Shane an email after this, further expressing her upset and concern and reiterating that he was not to have any contact with Carly ever again. He replied back... <laughs> quote bitch please that email was so full of lies and hearsay and i am disgusted that someone with reasonable intelligence would believe that crap to be true the things you called me were totally defaming and i have forwarded the email on to my solicitor for further action i sincerely hope you have insurance against lawsuits you'll need it i will go into court as a decorated sas officer while you will go in as a bitch unquote this guy is complete trash. The fucking end of that. You will go in as a bitch. Oh this my god, guy is complete that trash. Is hilarious and so ridiculous. I can't. Oh my god. I, lo- I also. I'm just gonna say this right now. I fucking love people 
that whenever you say something mean to them, they're like, I'm going to call my lawyer for, for, you know, for defaming me. Your or, shoes or, are ugly. I'm, I'm gonna, like, do you have insurance what for What the lawyer? fuck? <laughs> God, people are so shameful. Um, okay. <laughs> I can't. I hate people. All right. Sonia confiscated Carly's phone and computer temporarily so that Brandon or Shane couldn't contact Carly. She wanted her to have no more contact with this family ever again, which understandable, like completely understandable. Um, luckily, they didn't hear from Shane or Brandon again after that. Or did they? Dun, dun, dun. Little did Carly and Sonia know upon Shane's return back to Victoria, he was planning something sinister. On February 19th, Carly told her mom she was going to go shopping with some friends and then sleep over at a friend's house. She put on a leopard print dress and some black wedges, kissed her mom goodbye, and gave her a big hug. Sonia remembers Carly not being her normal cheerful self that night, but brushed it off as a teenager thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, The next morning, Sonia got the call that no mother ever wants to get. The police were calling to tell her that they found Carly's purse on the sidewalk outside and Carly was nowhere to be found. This sent Sonia into an instant panic. I'm going to tell you in a second. Uh, Because it was found nowhere near Carly said that she'd be that night. And Sonia knew Carly never lied about where she was going. So the purse was found in um, Port... I'm like, I know I put it down lower in here, but since you asked me, Port Elliot... I was just going to say it right now, um, which is like an hour away, I think, from Sterling that they mm-hmm. said. Uh, so she, uh, Sonia tried calling Carly's phone and the phones of her friends that she said that she was going to be with that night. And no one answered. Carly didn't answer. Um, the friends said they had no idea where she was and that she didn't tell them anything about a sleepover. Surprise, surprise. Um, later that morning, a local woman saw what looked like a young girl floating in the shallow water in Horseshoe Bay near Port Elliot. She and a local fisherman pulled her body out and contacted the police. It was Carly. She had 19 different injuries, with about half being blows to the head and face. Her death was caused by a combination of facial trauma, smothering in the sand, and drowning. Her underwear was found tangled up near her body. Police consulted local security footage, which showed Carly in the company of two men in Port Elliot the night before. Witnesses say that she was seen with these two men on on the beach where she was found at about 9.30 p.m. And this was the last known sighting of Carly alive. So police followed the lead of a pale blue car, which they saw in the security tapes with the men and Carly. Eleven days after the murder, this led them to the home of Gary Newman in Mornington, where they arrested him and his 17-year-old son on the spot. Now rewind back to February 19th. Shane contacted Carly through MySpace to set up a meeting later that day with him and Brandon. Except Shane wasn't real, and neither was Brandon. Wait, wait, I have a question. Sure. Did you say something about a 17-year-old Yes. Yeah. I thought he was 18. Yeah. Okay. So Carrie, Brandon doesn't exist. Oh, they don't. But how did they? How did they web? I will get it? to that. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. So uh, Shane wasn't his real name. His real name was Gary Newman, and Brandon did not exist. He was not a real person. Um, when Gary had returned to Victoria after Carly's birthday party, he had contacted his oldest son to help him quote fix up 
Carly, to which the son refused. Because of this, now I'm just going to say right here, I, I can't remember exactly, but his oldest son at the time was like 23 or 24, mm-hmm. 22 or 23, I think. Um, just to give you an idea. Uh, because of this, his son saying like, no, I'm not going to fucking help you, you creepy dick. He ended up going to his youngest son, who was 17 at the time, and who he barely knew since he had been in foster care most of his life. He had lived with his father for less than a month when he was invited to go and meet up with Carly. When police arrived to, well, I'm just going to say right here, I think I put it down lower, but just to clear it up. So Gary invited his 17-year-old son to come with him to pretend to be Brandon, Um, even though he didn't look anything like him because the guy online was fake. I don't know why he was expecting to get away with that, but that's what he did. Originally, he wanted his oldest son to come, but then he's like, all right, you're not going to do it. Fuck you. So when police arrived to arrest Gary and his son, they found him signed into Brandon's MySpace account, chatting with a 14-year-old girl in Western Australia. They also found a notebook containing notes on some 200 different online identities that Gary was keeping up to groom young girls all over the world. Which, uh, with this, they say they also found copious amounts of child pornography on his hard drive. Looking through his MySpace conversations, it became clear that he was trying to groom Carly's friends before turning to Carly. He had previously chased girls in the United States and Singapore, vowing to leave one, quote, looking like packaged meat you get at Safeway, unquote, when she stood him up. The video Sonia and Carly had seen of Brandon through webcam had been pre-recorded, looped footage that he had gathered from somebody else online. He had also faked his t-shirt with the logo of his security company and his security badge. So that's creepy as fuck. Imagine this guy just takes this footage of some random kid typing at a computer and just like looped it to make it seem like... Because he wasn't talking through the webcam. He was Mm -hmm. just typing and you could see him on webcam. So... Yeah, that's creepy as hell. Um, According to Gary's oldest son, who had refused to help him in his sick plan, he had begged him not to involve his younger brother. And after the incident on the 19th, Gary had returned home and showed his knuckles to his oldest son, asking, quote, does these look bruised to you? Initially, Gary denied ever meeting Carly, but evidence directly linked him to the crime scene. There was sand found on the shoes of him and his son um, that they had worn that night that didn't match the kind of sand found anywhere near their home, but it did directly match the sand at Horseshoe Bay, where Carly was found. This coupled with the copious amounts of digital evidence and evidence given from the older son gave police enough to arrest them. In court, both Gary and his son pled not guilty. The judge deemed all evidence of Gary's online preying on other girls to be inadmissible so that the jury could focus just on Carly, which makes complete sense. Complete sense to me. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know why my voice just said that. Um, he claimed that, uh, Gary claimed that him using, <laughs> this fucking dick. All right. Gary claimed that him using different identities online was smart and that he did this to avoid identity theft. He also claimed that the conversations he had with these young girls was research for a book he was writing about the internet. (laughs) I hate people. (laughs) He also claimed his relationship with Carly was strictly parental and that he had no sexual attraction towards her. 
And this was quickly addressed by discussing the lingerie he had bought her in Adelaide and the situation at Carly's birthday party where he reacted angrily when Carly spoke up with her ex-boyfriend and literally all the other shit I have already said in this. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Um, After being shown the CCTV footage of the night of the murder, Gary was finally forced to admit, like, okay, yeah, I guess I was there with her because he's fucking stupid and he went in and he's like, I didn't do anything, guys. But yeah, he had so to admit. he's the one who went to court looking like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll go in as a bitch. <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but yeah, he said, yeah, I was with her. But um, that night, I left her on the beach, like, perfectly alive and well. We just, like, went our separate ways. And she was fine when I left. Um, eventually, after being cornered with evidence, he admitted to the murder. But... At first, he said he had made it seem like he was doing so to protect his youngest son, who he said was the actual murderer. Wow. And this was quickly dismissed by testimony from the oldest son. And uh, I want to know what the youngest son even like said. Yeah, uh, you'll, yeah I'll get to okay, that. Yeah, I'm like... so it's, it's, yeah, okay. Um, Gary was trying his best to make the trial extremely difficult on everyone, even his own lawyer, who tried to quit saying Gary was hindering his own efforts at a fair trial. He pretended to have a seizure in court after being labeled a liar, and he constantly told conflicting information. His 17-year-old son, I know. He's like, you're a liar? You call me a liar? I'll show you a liar. He starts, like, (laughs) seizing up. What a dick. (laughs) His 17-year-old son was more cooperative um, when he was in, like, like detained in juvenile detention center. Um, He did tell them everything that happened that night. He was asked by his father to come with him to pretend to be Brandon. Apparently, Gary tried to make an advance on Carly that night at the beach, which she declined, which caused him to become angry and then attack her. Gary eventually admitted that he attacked her, but said that he didn't mean to kill her because every time he's confronted with evidence, he's like, "Okay, I guess, but I didn't mean. (laughs) Um, But this was obviously dismissed when his fingerprint was found inside a latex glove that was found at the crime scene which obviously proved that the murder was premeditated because he had brought items with him to cover up the murder. What a jerk. Gary Newman was found guilty of murder on March 31st, 2010. He was sentenced to life in prison with a non-parole period of 29 years. Newman's son was cleared of all charges and his identity has been suppressed because he was 17. Did he help? No. Uh, Well, he didn't help with the murder. He helped cover it up. Okay. But he was acquitted maybe because like he told the truth. I'm not really sure about that specific okay. part. Um, but yeah, since I, I since he I was understand a, being like scared, like, oh my right. God, like my dad's doing this. Right. Like that, but he but. didn't have a hand in the murder itself. Okay. So I can understand. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, while sentencing him, Justice Trish Kelly said, quote, It was a terribly cruel thing you did to this beautiful, impressionable 15-year-old child. I say child because that's exactly what she was. A child that fell in love with the idea of the handsome, musically inclined, and rather exotic Brandon Kane. The real man was in fact an overweight, balding, middle-aged pedophile with sex and murder on his mind. I truly love that she wrote in there about how, like, fucking ugly he was. (laughs) Like, (laughs) just fuck this guy. Um... 
Sonia set up the Carly Ryan Foundation, a nonprofit charity that was created to promote internet safety. They created a smartphone app called Thread, a personal safety app for children in Australia. Sonia received a South Australian of the Year Award in 2013 for her services to the community. Um, Carly's Law, which was created in Carly's memory, was a piece of legislation that was made with the help of the Carly Ryan Foundation. Um, It made it a crime for adults to lie about their age online with the intent of meeting children. So um, apparently this is the first... I can't remember the wording of it now, but this is the first murder by meeting somebody online in Australia. That's probably Mm -hmm. weirded, weird, worded weird, but um, yeah, this is like the first like conviction of somebody who had like solicited a child online. Maybe it was, and Mm -hmm. then killed him in person. Um, So they, they pushed a lot of legislation about like safety against that because this happened. Um, So I thought that was obviously like a, sad little silver lining at the end where like good things came out of it Mm -hmm. again um you know you take what you can get but it seems like her mom really worked hard to to prevent this from happening again and to to do good in the community and obviously felt terrible and she just got attacked a lot from people saying like why did you let this happen and that kind of stuff so that's sad but um i think like yeah that's gonna sound kind of messed up but like I just feel like if that kid, like, even just, like, helped hold her down, like... So here's the thing. It's so hard, like, a thing, but it's, like... Here's the thing. So, okay. So one thing I'm going to say is completely hearsay, and I'm, like, Mm -hmm. kind of hesitant on saying it because of that. Um, Another thing is something that's proven. So it was proven that in regards to, like, covering up her murder, um, he did help by... Like, I guess um, he he and the dad had sent a text from Carly's phone to Sonia saying, like, everything's fine after the murder. Um, and he, I think, I don't know the specifics, but I know that he helped, like, um, like with the crime scene, like, making it not so obvious kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So that's fucked up. But um, when I do stories, I like to do a lot of, like, deep diving on forums and stuff on the Mm -hmm. internet whether it's reddit or just like old forums so i was looking through this one really um really really old forum that actually was like taking place when this broke in like 2007 and as i was scrolling through it that's why i saw the the picture of her myspace and stuff like that um and the i have a picture of brandon too from that as well that i'll post and he's he's he looks like the lead singer of one of your favorite bands joy so yes <laughs> um so uh what was i gonna say oh yeah so on one of these forums or i think it was on reddit actually i read that somebody had posted a link to an article of somebody that had the same last name as um like Newman the last the same last name and they highly suspected it was the son mm-hmm. um and that he was like um convicted or 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 charged with like multiple rapes so people were like if this really is the son then this is a huge deal and needs to be addressed kind of a thing but again there's like no no yeah. concrete evidence of that um so 
I, they were like, oh, it's the same age, the same name, that kind of a thing, same location. So I'm like, mm, the only thing I don't that, know like, if that's true, but makes me like weird about it is like it seems like the other, the older brother knew like about the younger son. You know what I mean? Like it seemed like knew about like he's like, don't you ask my like younger brother? It's like he actually like kind of almost cared about the younger brother. Yeah. So it makes me think like the younger brother probably knew how the dad was and still went with him. Yeah, so like, I, I feel like the older brother would have at least warned. It's them. really hard for me to it's, understand the mindset of this seventeen-year-old because, again, his identity is protected. So it's really hard to get any information about how he is. You're still young when you're seventeen, but you know, like, right? You'd think like you're seventeen. You're you not just graduated six. high school. Like, like you, you're an adult. Um, and going there, like, and seeing that happen, I feel like I assume. Here's the thing: he didn't. It sounds like he didn't really know his dad because, again, he had been in foster care mm-hmm. for so long and he had only been with his dad for less than a month when he he asked him to come with him. I can see it where, like, the dad was like, hey, I need you to come and just pretend to be somebody for me. And that's that's all he told him, maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't know if he told him, like, I'm planning on killing someone or I'm planning on getting back at someone. So was the son the one who turned him in? Or how did they get turned in? They like, they, they found them oh, because the of the, the CCTV footage, like, had a car in the, in the, like, the shots, and they tracked down that car. See, that makes me... Yeah. I don't know. Not, not victim, like, well, not even victim, but, like, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. Yeah, I know. Because it's like... I do can, wish there was more information about the son, um, but because of the that protection it's like it's impossible to know but yeah i i do like stories like this especially ones that take place online or digitally because it's like a whole new monster of true crime that just wasn't something that was going on in like the 70s or the 80s or anything like you just didn't have this kind of like online romance kind of thing where you can just connect with people all over the world at the drop of a hat and this kind of stuff is just the, the catfishing and stuff is so dangerous, especially in like the infancy of social media, like right with MySpace. It's like people didn't really know the dangers could be so catastrophic. Or like even like so many people let their kids have like public mm-hmm. Instagrams and stuff. And like I get like creepy things on there. And like when you're 14, you don't even know yourself. Like mm-hmm. that makes me so nervous. Or like this whole TikTok thing. Right. And then also, like, a lot of people were were just, like, how did you not know that your daughter's MySpace profile was so sexual and so, you know, all that stuff? Yeah. I think that's... Um, and I wasn't trying to blame the 17-year-old, because obviously the dad, like, is a fucking asshole, but it's, mm-hmm. like, it just kind of made it seem like he was innocent, and it's, like, was he really innocent? Yeah. We don't... We don't... We don't it's really know. crazy. But this fucking dad, like, he's just... It was 11 days after the murder that they went and arrested him, right? So it was 11 days after the murder, and he was already, like, chatting with another 14-year-old girl when they found him. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Oh my God. That's so gross. And then, so, and then he had, like, 200, and he was, like, trying to groom her friends, and then when they were, like, not being receptive to it, he's like, all right, well, here's a picture of one of your friends. She's hot. Let me have her information. It's like, God. This creepy dick. Like, do you not? He has no life. And if you have a child who's on TikTok, realize that TikTok is fucking creepy. Like, I don't even know the whole specifics about TikTok, but like, I don't know how it works exactly, mm-hmm. I guess I should say, but I've seen the videos. People can talk to you 
on TikTok. You can do live videos where people can talk mm-hmm. to you or pretend to be somebody else, and it's pretty creepy. Interesting. I should probably look into that. I have a client, um, and I'm, well, her daughter's my client too, mm-hmm. and um, they like got TikTok famous and stuff, and like <laughs> they're going to like VidCon, which is really cool. But like then I hear like one has a boyfriend now that she met online, and he's gonna come stay with them, like to meet her, and like that just makes me so uncomfortable. Like. I don't think people realize that just because like somebody's pretending to be like people forget how dangerous the internet is just because yeah. of how mainstream it is. And now. it's hard because there's online dating too, mm-hmm. which but not when you're 14. This girl's like, no, no, no. Yeah. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. I think that's what the <laughs> difference is because people like, forget. sure, you can meet somebody online dating and it could be dangerous. And like the Dexter murderer or whatever guy was like luring people in from plenty of fish and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like they were adults and it's still dangerous. And I, I met my boyfriend online and Mm -hmm. it's just like a hard balancing act because definitely if they're young then that's an obvious like please no but you're still you still need to be careful online as an adult too oh yeah so it's like man it's crazy yeah there's people need to stop sending creepy fucking messages please don't send people just need to stop being creeps and murderers please stop please stop Everybody just stop. <laughs> Calm down. So, yeah, that's the end of that story. And Dang. it's fucked up and it's fascinating to me and it's really scary. That's so scary. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. But he's locked away, so that's good. That's good. Fucking I feel like I don't do very many, like, solved murders where, like, it wraps up at the end instead of being like, and like nobody it. knows where they went kind of thing. I liked it. I liked it. Cool. Um... Yes. All right. So anything else you want to talk about what happened yesterday was my birthday. It was her birthday. <laughs> I'm so old. am going to my first Diamondbacks game in oh. a really long time today. Nice. I got this shirt the last Diamondbacks game I went to. That shirt? In fucking junior high with oh my, my dad. God. <laughs> and I'm wearing it right now. I remember how much it was. It was like 40 bucks or something. Holy like, shit. <laughs> 30 or 40 bucks. Cause I you believe know. it. I was bought at the game and I'm really excited. Oh my I'm God. Done. You'll have fun. It'll be hot as fuck. My dad's like, oh, I guess I'll start taking my wife now. And I'm like, dad, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> That'll be fun. And so I'm excited about that. I have another, um, oh, sorry. Uh, oh God, we stayed up so late last night playing I'm so games. tired. I had fun though. I got home and Isaiah's like, it's time to watch more Naruto. Oh my like, god, I say He's like, let me just put it, it's so hard to put it, on, like, it's so hard to fall asleep to, like, an intense anime like that. <laughs> so I'm, like, trying so hard to sleep and I just hear, and then I'm like, and it's like, because they're, like, fucking ninjas and they're like, and then there's, like, this, like, like, the music and I'm like, what the fuck's happening? And, like, flashing lights because they're so fast. Oh my god. Um... Oh, yeah, yeah. so tonight I'm having another birthday dinner with my family, so I'm excited. Mm -hmm. That's so sweet. Gonna eat so much fucking crab legs. I'm so excited. Where are you going? Uh, The angry crab. Fuck. Mm -hmm. Me. That's right. Which one? Um, so I think we're we're planning on going to the one (laughs) Awatsuki, even though I want to go to the one in Mesa because it's closer, but I don't know. Everyone, like, my dad's in Awatsuki, my sister's in Tempe, and I'm 
in Mesa, so everyone's like really spread Driving out. Driving out here last night, Isaiah was like, "Where the fuck do they live?" It's like this is so out here. It's like it's not that bad. It's like by my dad's work. And then we he's do, like, no. we do live pretty like, far out here. I like it. Which, by the way, John um, had a phone interview at Boeing uh, <gasps> a couple weeks ago, Yay. but he hasn't heard back yet. So I'm like nervous. I think it's a big company. I guess what it might if, take a while. What if he like ends up being like working for my dad? Oh my god, that'd be so fun. It'd be amazing. I'd be like John, tell you, tell him how much you hate Joy. Tell all the things I do that's mean. Oh my god. So Heather's roommate Gilbert. Oh my god. We got a cookie cake for her last night. That's right. And like you can eat cookie cake with milk. You can sure. eat cookie cake with ice cream. Oh my god, sounds good. But you cannot eat cookie cake <laughs> with Greek yogurt. He put a Greek yogurt in a bowl and then he put the cookie cake on top of it and just ate it together like it was ice cream. And he's like, it's not even good. He's like, not really. <laughs> That is so typical Gilbert, too. I hope he's listening to this because he will put things together just because he's like, I don't hardly have anything else. I guess I'll just eat this. And he's like, eh, it's not that good, but he still eats it. And I'm like, I'm super picky with food. So, like, I can't do that. If I don't love something that I'm eating, I'm like, I'm not eating this. I'm not touching it. (laughs) So, like, uh, I think John or Heather made an impression of me. And I was like, oh, let me be Gilbert. And then I was like, just give me some gross things that don't go together and then I'll eat them. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all cool. I think I've got. Um, I know that there's a horror movie that's coming out July 3rd. That's right. Midsummer comes out July 3rd. Oh, yeah. I so want that's to really it soon. Part two really bad. Too. It too comes out very soon. Stranger Things new season comes out I soon. Saw the second one. Oh, you know what came out? Oh my god, I didn't tell you this. You know what came out on Netflix recently? What? The Confession Tape season two. Have you watched the first season? I think we watched some of the first ones. I feel like we did too, where it's like false confessions and stuff. Mm -hmm. There's a season two now, and I want to watch it really bad, so I'm excited. I always get, (laughs) because of the things I watch on my account, I always get emails about like any true crime, anything, or any horror movie that comes out. It's like, we just added a new video or a new like series you might like. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And it's like, murder on Death Lake. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. You're like, how did you know? (laughs) Okay, so we are going to bid you adieu, my dear friends. Thank you for listening. Adieu to you. Adieu to you. (laughs) And we will see you guys in two weeks. Sounds good. Oh, wait. Did they see us next week with that other one we just recorded? So we recorded two episodes today, which because I'm going to Idaho in a couple of weeks and I would we wouldn't have time to record. Um, mm-hmm. So we were stocking up. And so this one's going to be released on Monday. The other one I said that dun, I dun, dun, my puppies dun, in four weeks, but it'll probably be less than that by the yeah, time. Yeah, so it's going to be released on the 24th. Uh-huh. And then the next one after that will be released on July 8th when I'm in Idaho. I... Um, <laughs> visit my dogs on the 26th of this month. Mm-hmm. They'll be four weeks old, and then Babies. I take them home Will on you take July 23rd. Videos of them. Yes. Okay. Good. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I just want to steal them. All right. So thank you guys for watching. All right. There were some reviews from that we read, but that we read them on the next episode. So. Yeah. So you just so fucking just wait. Wait. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. We'll Goodbye. See you later. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>